What's going on, guys? Welcome to November's episode of Game of the Month, the show where we pick a game at random every month, and at the end of the month, we talk about them. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Chris. And a couple quick reminders to download and play Just Cause 4 Rocket Arena. I keep wanting to say Rocket League. Worms Rumble, all offered for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of December. We're going to discuss those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them, and I want to know what you thought of them. And just a quick reminder as well that we just talked about Bug Snacks, Hollow Knight, Shadow of War. We will have Chris tell us his opinions on those as well in a sec. But if you missed that episode, make sure to go back and check it out. Um, we had a good conversation. Uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us in audio form. We have a Patreon link down below as well. If you'd like to support the channel further than liking, commenting, and sharing this video around, subscribing if you're new. We're almost at 2,000 subscribers. It'd be dope if we hit that soon. And, um, yeah, I think that's everything. Type in hashtag STLG because we'll have a tasty cast someday. And when we do, I will go back and I will find those STLGs and I will read them and we will reply to them. Um Otherwise, I pick a random. All right, so uh, game of the month. We will be picking the community. Well, no, you guys will be picking. We'll be figuring out what you guys picked for the community pick game of the month. But before we get into that, Chris, Plus Club, we played Bug Snacks, Hollow Knight, Shadow of War. You want to give us your impressions of each of those and your grade? Yeah. Yeah, so Bug Snacks is a fun kind of collect them game. Another uh, real compelling story other than you eat feed villagers, villagers bugs that are shipped like food and they shipped into those foods it's really fun uh i give it a b just because it's just or b plus it's just a fun game to sp- spend some time playing um next i'll do hollow knight uh a metroidvania type game big dungeons lots of crawling fighting upgrading your gear uh but i wasn't too compelled for it but it's still entertaining i'll give it that one a b uh, and then Shadows of War, I really like Lord of the Rings and I like the lore behind it, but the controls of the game were maddening and the fact that I couldn't change the controls really bugged me. Um, and having to hold Crouch constantly just annoyed the shit out of me. Um, but other than that, I give it a B- minus because once I got the swing of things, it was enjoyable, but still just a mindfuck to try to learn the controls. Imagine if we all just gave our impressions and grades that fast. <laughs> The episode would be like 10 minutes. Some people might prefer that. I'd be like, fucking, finally. I just I just don't want to sit here all day listening. Um, I was going to say that that we have all we all did Bs. Well, that was my second thing I was going to say. Yeah. Is, uh, I did Bs across the board for all the games. They all got a B for me. Chevy did B for two of them, and then one of them you gave a B plus. I gave Hollow Knight a B plus for the art style. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting. You went B, B plus, and B minus. So it seems like we all kind of agreed that this month was pretty solid yeah yeah absolutely um it's also interesting you brought up uh the controls to uh shadow of war because uh uh, even though me and chevy you know liked the game we're talking about how the game was kind of dated and kind of goes back to the era of like the original assassin's creed and batman games where it was Mm -hmm. like a very automated combat system and then also like super stiff in the way it plays like you run your edge and you just get stuck and then like when you go up the side of a building go and fly up like it's just it feels so systematic and mechanical yeah yeah and the fact that you have to hold x to run otherwise you walk at a fucking crawl pace yeah yeah it's it's uh it's old school it reminds me of uh assassin's creed there's a couple other games that played exactly like that it's funny when i first started playing it i just kind of like tested out how i would play Mm -hmm. like assassin's creed and it just worked and i was like oh okay they just took that control (laughs) scheme so yep all right. Anything else you want to say on those games? You recommend no. them to everybody? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Fair. All right, guys. Well, um, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but we did a uh, community pick game of the month, and we are going to reveal the uh, results of that. Uh, first off, I want to say to everybody, thank you, uh, everybody who participated in this, um, whether you voted once or 15 times. Um it's very appreciated. It's been awesome. This year, we got more votes um, from more people than last year. So I assume next year, it's going to get a little more difficult for me to start tallying. Me and Chevy both uh, independently took a tally of the votes to just to make sure that our um, numbers matched my numbers matched and uh, and that they were accurate. So, you know, we wanted to make sure we got all your votes uh, counted. And uh, yeah, it's been very cool to see you guys all pick the games that you want us to play. And uh, today we're going to find out what those are. But before we jump into those results, I want to just kind of give a shout out to all the games that were voted for. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so let's just go through these. So we got uh, votes for Deep Rock Galactic, which I definitely wouldn't have, uh, have uh, complained about. Man of Medan, which I definitely would have complained about. The <laughs> <laughs> person who voted for that, I was like, I hope you lose. And he's like, oh, I heard that, or I'll remember that. And I'm like, that's fine. I'll still play it. I'll honor it, but I don't want it to win. Because <laughs> I fucking hate that game. Uh, Devil May Cry 5, Metro Exodus, Overwatch, Hades, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which would have been interesting just because uh, that game like just came out. Just so came Yeah, out. that would have been like one of our first like $60 game of the month. So that would have been interesting. It's a game I definitely want to play anyway. Um, Mountain Blade Bannerlord. Uh, had a little bit of confusion there. I got some votes for uh, Mountain Blade. Um, oh, shit. Warband. Warband. And then some for Bannerlord. And I was like, are you voting for the same Mountain Blade or different ones? I will... I'll accept either, but I need you to be specific. And then I checked, and they're all edited to Bannerlord. I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I was like, you're doing a little half and half here? I don't care, just pick one. Um, just play Mount Blade, man. <laughs> uh, votes for uh, Unrailed, which I looked into. It looks like an interesting game. It's like a uh, four-player cooperative, procedurally generated. you got to build the track and cut through a forest to get a train to go through uh, game. Looks pretty cool. I, I'm probably going to pick that up anyway. Uh, Hunt Showdown, which, uh, of course, I'm a huge fan of. Final Fantasy Remake, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, Smite, and then Among Us. So those are all of our picks. And uh, yeah, so we got um, kind of a, a situation we've got to figure out. Well, I haven't figured it out, but we got to do it. Um, the two highest voted games were Among Us and Smite. So con- congratulations to whoever um, voted for those. You made the top three. Does not mean you necessarily win, but you will be making it onto our list. For game of the month, yeah. and one of you may win. It's going to be random, but we have a tie between Final Fantasy VII Remake and Hunt Showdown. So we got to figure out which one of you make third place and which one of you don't make the list at all. Sorry about it, but thank you for the votes. Um, <laughs> so to do this as fair as possible, it's not going to be very like fun, but I got a number generator. It's got to generate a number between one and two. So that's not very exciting, not very fun, but we got to figure it out. Um, I think Chevy suggested that we do odds and evens. Just so you're rolling something other than one, two. I mean, yeah. the result's the same. Yeah. So uh, we're going to flip. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about doing coin flip, but then I'd like, you know, I got to get like a coin flip cam, set it up so people can see the coin flip. And believe me, I don't want people going like, I think he's faking it. There's fraud here. Um, and so uh, I need a recount. Yeah. <laughs> you got a one out of two? Fuck, you got heads and not tails? I need a recount. We need to figure this out. Um, yeah, so uh, let's see. The top one on my list is Final Fantasy Seven, so that will be uh, odds. Okay. And then Hunt Showdown will be even. Okay. You guys got it? All right. I think so. <laughs> Drum roll. Don't do it too loud because fucking we got goddamn... Uh, we got microphones everywhere. Um, all right. Three, two, one, and go. That would be Final Fantasy. All right. So, damn it. <laughs> I'm actually stoked. I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm stoked that, that Final Fantasy Seven made it to the list, but I have a bias. I love Hunt Showdown. Uh, did not make the list. Devastating to me. But thank you for voting so much that you made fourth place. All right. So, we got to recalibrate this again. One through three. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we got Among Us, Smite, and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Any thoughts on these before we find out what the game of the month is? One would be convenient because I have to beat it anyways. I feel the same. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VII, I still have not beaten yet. Yeah. And I need to beat it before the end of the year. So um, this would be perfect because I'd be like, I have to do it anyway. So yeah, for um, sure. as much as I've, I have been enjoying it, I just fucking been hopping around games so much so uh smite would be interesting because i think i played it once a long time ago so i'm sure it's different now plus it's plus it's free to play so they'll be easily accessible to everybody and then among us i think it's like five bucks or something like that that's free on phone so and that'd be kind of cool because then we can get people from the community to all play the same game Mm -hmm. so uh I mean, I'm, I'm interested in all three of these, so uh, it's going to be cool to find out. And then, uh, just to reiterate, uh, the two that do not make Game of the Month will make it onto the list, so you will be randomly drawn uh, later. Chris, any thoughts? 
Chevy. Uh, I've played all these games before, uh, a chunk in the past, so. Yay. More <laughs> games. You wanted something new and fresh? Uh, maybe. You want but... to play Unrailed? I don't even know what that is. May I? Outside yeah, of what you've explained. It's interesting looking. May I remind you that next month you have three PlayStation Plus games, a game of the month. Uh, a patch for Final Fantasy XIV. You're in the middle of playing a World of Warcraft expansion and Cyberpunk come out. Yes, but I'm unemployed. Huh? I am unemployed. He's got the time. That's still a lot of games. You have no month. idea how much I got accomplished gaming-wise when, and video-wise when I was fucking out for a week. With my foot. I got nothing to do. <laughs> There's so much time. He's wake up and go, oh, shit. I just thought of an idea and I can just do it. I'll say my, uh-huh. my head's swimming on, at the time management I need to figure out. Because I'm not good at it, anyways. Thoughts? Anything? Uh, on all three. Th- I mean, like I said already, the the time manage not time management, the uh, convenience of of seven remake would be good because I have to beat it regardless. Yeah. So that's getting played one way or another this month. And then uh, uh, the other so two. You're saying Final Fantasy Seven remake is just game of the month no matter what. <laughs> well, yeah, I have to play it anyways. <laughs> and then uh, <clears throat> uh, I mean, Among Us will be. A fun like community game uh smite i've never played i believe it is a moba mm-hmm. so yep. um, i'm not super fond of mobas but i'm willing to give it a shot so maybe the new paragon i don't believe that but me i'll neither. try it me neither <laughs> all right let's get a soft drum roll again chris's turn oh. can he do it oh yeah all right we got minimum one max three we're gonna randomly generate and i'm gonna close my eyes i'm scared uh one being among us two being smite three being final fantasy 7 remake clear they're in that order on your phone right yes i just want them to know okay and chris because he's not here all right three two one and go smite smite I was my brain went. I forgot the order already. Okay. Hey. Did he just win two years in a row? He did. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, congratulations. Smite has won. It will be our game of the month for December. That's an interesting one. Um, and uh, Among Us and Final Fantasy VII Remake. I can't believe he won again. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even get the most votes. Um, <laughs> that's the rules. I, I like yeah. it. Uh, yeah, so Smite is game of the month for December, and Among Us and Final Fantasy VII Remake are, are, are going on our list, which will be interesting to revisit Final Fantasy VII Remake at some point, um, which I think we already have it on the list anyway, so... Well, we have Final Fantasy VII on the list, yeah, yeah, just in general, because yeah. I would like... I wanted to go back and... I, I thought single-player games would be interesting, because we could ha- like have a conversation about our experiences with them, but... Yeah, for sure. Um, well, and I, I, I would kind of like to go back and play some older games anyway and talk about them. yeah. Uh, if I if I may say something to the individual whose game has won now two years in a row, maybe next December buy a lotto ticket. <laughs> yeah, I mean he 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 fucking worked for it both years, but last year he like worked for it. This year is random, so yeah. But he still got into there, so because well, I'm being vague on who it is, but one person was voting for that game, so and and they also were responsible for Sea of Thieves last year, so. Mm-hmm. Although I think somebody else started helping towards the end. And somebody tried to throw a coup this year. Fucking after the votes were done and the cutoff was done, somebody's like, I want to switch all my votes to somebody else's votes to double the votes. And I was like, uh, I would have done it, but it's too late. Too late, yep. Yeah. It's like eight hours too late. <laughs> all right. So Smite is game of the month for December. We will be playing that. I'm excited to play that. And then Final Fantasy VII Remake and Among Us. Congratulations, everybody who won in some degree, varying degree. And thank you, everybody, for participating. This was really fun. This is also a lot better, I think, in my opinion, that we did this in one month as opposed to two months. It really dragged out last year. This year it seems a little more, it's a little hectic, but, you know, we got the results faster. So, um, yeah, really fun. All right. So, uh, game of the month for November was Cube World. If you didn't get a chance to, play cube world it is a third person well i guess you can zoom into first person um it's open third world hmm? it's third person yeah third person <laughs> uh voxel based action rpg where you run around different regions um 
kill mobs, do missions, uh, get loot, um, get uh, like items that can give you access to new region or areas on the map. Um, oddly enough, this game has a system where when you go to new regions, it resets your uh, progress. So each region, you have to restart up your progress uh, from the beginning. And uh, there's pets. There's uh, you can ride them. Um, and uh, yeah, you're seeing it up in the corner here. So just look at it. That's that's pretty much what that game is. We all played it, and I am dying to know the law. I want to know the story of Chris's purchase and refund of <laughs> Cube World. <laughs> oh god um so just for some backstory we've played this game a long long Seven time years ago. ago and back then it was basically kind of like kind of like more in the sense of lungs of minecraft it kind of just put you in this world and you kind of explored it and did whatever the fuck you wanted to do um there was classes there's leveling it, it, a lot of those base systems are still there but um now it's more of a it has a stronger mmo feel to it when i played it there was a bunch of people running around that i had no idea who they fucking were they were all higher level than me had all these fancy gear and i couldn't even kill a goddamn frog in outside of town and i was a frog and i was a warrior frog too i had a big mallet and everything i was a ninja um, frog frog boys yeah frog boys <laughs> no uh i played it I tried to give it the best shot I could, but it was so much of not what I remembered Cube World Cubwub being Cubwub. that I was not enjoying it anymore, and I was not having any fun in it. And it's not because the game is bad, but because I had this preconceived notion of what I was going to get into. I was expecting something more along the lines of Minecraft, where it's just kind of this free open world. where It is open, but just, I don't know. I feel like I couldn't make any progress in the game. Um, by myself. It felt very difficult and I had no idea how to make that progress. There was no indicators of where I needed to go or what to do, um, how to do anything, even though my screen was filled with tutorials on how to control my character. Filled with like left and right, nothing but text about how to move and control and swing and, and jump and roll and dodge and jump and bullshit. I, I was just not having fun. And this is the first game out of all of the games that I've ever bought on Steam that I refunded. That's that, yeah, that's what I thought was interesting. Sherry told me that I was like, "Oh shit, that's pretty obvious." What you thought of it? <laughs> I just I was not having fun. Yeah, at all because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't make it anywhere, and I just I just didn't want to play anymore at that point. I think it's an interesting point that you make that uh um that there's a lot of info about the controls to the game, but there's fucking zero info on how to play the game or what you're doing in the game. The mm -hmm. game has like no tutorial. It doesn't tell you shit. And it just expects that you played Cubwa back in the day and you're willing to guess your way through the new systems that they've made. Um, mm -hmm. It's a big mistake in my opinion, because when I started playing the game, I felt exactly like you. The, exactly everything you're saying i agree with and i still agree with you but if you sit there for the two hours that me and chevy did um doing the fucking supercomputer double processing power of both of us googling things to figure shit out <laughs> playing with wikis we eventually figured it out yeah and you get past where you're where where your mindset was at but it's completely valid because the game doesn't offer you a way to get past that you start the game mm -hmm. and it literally just spawns you in a town and you're yep. looking around, and there's NPCs everywhere. And you're like, okay, well, what, what, what do I do? And you talk to people, and they're like, whoa, hey, how's it going? Look at that beach over there. I'm like, okay. And then I run over to somebody else, and they're like, whoa, there's a crypt over in the north. And I'm like, okay. And then I go to leave town, and just boom, dead. And I go to leave town, another guy, boom, dead. Oh, look, it's a fly. Boom, it killed me instantly. Oh, pig, boom, I'm dead instantly. Oh, yep. big dude that's definitely going to fucking murder me. Oh, he, he will, and he does. <laughs> Everything is just death in that game right when you start. And when I started playing it, I was like, what the fuck did they do to this game for some some reference to the original cub web cube world um you would spawn randomly on a huge map in the original game in like 2013 i think um and the way the difficulty worked is wherever you spawn uh, the further out from that point the more difficult it got so mm -hmm. there's this progression of uh, the further away you go the, the harder the game gets um there's a bunch of loot 
I think you leveled more traditionally in that one. You definitely did. Yeah, because I was yeah. like level fucking 180 or some shit. And uh, and it, it was just pretty straightforward. Um, I hesitate to say it was like Minecraft only outside of visual aesthetics because it doesn't have building, Zero uh, building aspects. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and you can barely change the world. Um, but uh, but it's voxel-based. Um, so it's definitely just like an action RPG that that's voxel based, but um, but it's pretty straightforward. You could just start the game up and go. I'm gonna go hit this thing until it dies. Oh, I leveled up. I I get that. That makes sense. Oh, loot. You just it just made sense. This is like sponging the town, and specifically if you played the last game, you're like, I'm gonna do what I did last time. No, you're not. Mm-mm. This game don't work like that no more, mm-hmm. and we're not gonna tell you how how it works anymore. We we changed it, but we're not telling you shit. And uh, and so the big thing is. When you look up videos on this, people people are either bitching about it or they're going. The the biggest complaint I hear about this game is that uh, it you can't kill anything and you die too easily. And I'm just watching, going, "Yup." But uh, I I don't know how how did we get past that hump? Uh, well, we played co-op first off, yeah. and we were able to just say screw it and like take turns like dying fighting something but eventually a piece of gear dropped i think for you yeah and it changed everything and you were able to start killing things yeah because your stats were high enough finally yeah one piece of gear changed everything yep you start with like no gear and once you get gear it just like dramatically changes your stats Yeah. after that it was a matter of like figuring out like okay we also had to figure out the the difficulty scaling because the the their nameplate whatever color it is will let you yeah, know there's five different colors yeah. and they all have stars corresponding to them there's one star up to five star mm-hmm. so you don't have to care about the colors anymore outside of just identifying it from far away but one star is easiest and uh green is i think three star or two star and that three. means that's on on par with you it's a little over and yeah. anything hot yeah and anything higher yeah because yeah. there's white blue green uh there's a purple and then there's something else purple is the last one i can't yeah. remember the, uh, the other one though so. yeah so anyway that's the difficulty but then they're they're uh their health bar will either be green or red. Was there another one? White. White. And uh, and one is essentially like friendly, one's neutral or passive, and one's aggressive. Oh, no. Green, green, red, blue. Green, red, blue. Yeah. Not white. Yeah, yeah. So there's these different indicators to find out what things are and, and what, they'll, what they'll do if you get near them. Um, we also utilized uh, all – there's a shitload of random NPCs wandering around the world. They're all over the place. Um and we utilize them to fight things. The the big thing that even on paper when you read about it, it's like talk to every NPC. I'm like, yeah, I get that, but but I don't really want to sit there and read every single NPC I run into. That's not what they're saying. The way you allocate or the way you obtain um, quests is by NPCs. And what the what they're doing essentially is is every single region in the game is a giant map, and there's a bunch of fucking regions uh, everywhere. Understatement by giant. It's a gigantic fucking map, and there's regions fucking everywhere. Um, and every region has a bunch of objectives to do in them. You can complete a map and be done with it, or a region. Um, those all exist regardless if you find them through a quest or not. If you come upon them naturally, you can just do them, and it'll pop up on your map and complete it. But when you talk to NPCs, their task is essentially to sometimes tell you where those are. So that's why every time you see an NPC talk to every single one of them. Mm-hmm. I didn't read what they're saying. I just go... Yeah, same. <laughs> and it starts just populating my map with all these things to do and different uh, difficulties and all sorts of shit. And then me and Chevy start going around just kind of knocking out every objective that we could, getting geared, and then moving our way up. And then uh, essentially every region as well has um, kind of uh, kind of Zelda-esque, I guess, um, items that allow you to go to certain parts of the map. So there's gold doors that need a harp to open. Mm-hmm. There's these floating platforms that need a whistle that little birds will fly you up to. Um, the platforms, there's these doors you can only go through if you can turn to like a ghost or something like that. You get like turn invisible and you can go through the these barred doors. Um, the hang glider is one of these items now the, too. The hang glider, it's not a permanent which thing was, you get. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just for that region. Um, the leash for riding your pets. Yep. And you find these things actually pretty quickly, but you have to talk to the NPCs or find them naturally just by running around the region. The biggest hump is to get some gear so you can survive. Um, yeah. It's the hardest part. Um, and understanding what the fuck you're doing in this game. Um, so all the things Chris is saying, I'm just like, yeah, 100%. That's where everybody's <laughs> at unless you do what we did and just push it, through. Yeah, so the learning curve is definitely like... It's awful. Um, from zero... It's a, 80, it's a right angle. And then it's a gradual progression <laughs> to 100. The learning curve is a fucking box. 
There's no, there's no fucking yeah. curve. <laughs> you just got to climb the wall. And I'm just like, God damn it. Okay, get, let me get on your back. Um, so, so yeah, everything I said sounds kind of jumbled. But essentially, you're in a region. You started a town. You have to kill things to get gear. You have to complete all the objectives to get further into that region. There is a cap to the gear you can get in that region. You can become a god. You can have the best gear ever. It, and these regions are fucking big. Oh, yeah. It's no, been hours. We tracked. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's got fast travel, so when you yeah. locate uh, respawn points, you can always fast travel to them, so that Statues. makes it a little kind of worth it. Um, yeah, at first I'm like, dude, I don't like walking around so much. This is driving me nuts. Like, it's fucking huge. But then once you're able to start teleporting around, it starts making more sense. It starts mm -hmm. feeling like you're conquering that region. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing that's weird about this new version of Cubwub is before you just leveled up, you got gear, and you just kept progressing and getting more powerful. In this, you start progressing through getting better gear and uh, upgrading your weapons, which they kept from the original. You get these little fucking blocks of iron or emerald or whatever, and they're little blocks, and you get to add them to your weapon and start creating. That's the only Minecraft-type thing in this game is you start like creating your weapon, which I, I like. I think it's a neat system. Up to X amount of blocks, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> But it's like 14 or some shit. 16. So you, can, you can, yeah, you can really make your weapon start looking different. Um, leveling is interesting, though. You don't level from experience anymore. You level from, do you remember what it is? Artifacts. Artifacts. You find artifacts and they level you up. I, I believe these are permanent, though. Yes. So. And they, they come with uh, affixes, essentially. So, like, you might get one that makes you. Uh, you know, have increased this stat uh, yeah. or like yeah. better at doing certain thing here and there. So you, they are permanent upgrades. And then the other thing is some of the gear, um, if it has, I think it's a plus at the end, can travel yeah. across yeah. borders. up to two regions. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's the thing, though. Here's the big thing that, that's the questionable aspect. Because other than that, I kind of started to enjoy this game. Um, at some point, the the couple that made the original Cubwub in the seven years they went into hiding for some reason because when this game originally came out it was fucking huge the website crashed because so many people were trying to buy it, it yeah it looked like crazy it was crazy because mm -hmm. um, it was like the RPG Minecraft everybody like was stoked about it because Minecraft is huge and you could level up and it was something that people weren't really offering yet and uh, huge success and this dude just fucking disappeared and everybody's like is the game dead like what <laughs> why would you have a game this big and then just run away um at some point in his journey of being fucking underground and hiding, he played a fucking roguelike. And he's like, I like this idea of having to restart every time. So what they changed in the new version of Cubwub is um, when you've beaten your region, you move on to another region outside of it. Think like Ghost Recon Wildlands. Like you just have a big map full of regions you got to uh, complete. You go to the next region, everything resets. Your, your gear doesn't do shit anymore. You don't have your leash for your pets anymore. You don't have your hang glider. You've you've now started the game again in a different region. Now, different regions have different types of uh, resources. So there is a reason to go there. Also for exploration reasons. Also for item reasons. There are some items that can go to other regions. If it has a plus on it, it can go into another region next to an adjacent region. There you got it. So as you play the game, you can start like getting all this gear that can go to different regions. But then there's also gear that can go to up to two regions away. I don't know why. I haven't played that far into it to know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's weird to me. Yeah, and the only reason um, I could see that making sense is if you're constantly upgrading your gear anyways, you're eventually going to get something that at least gets you into the next gear to be able to get gear in that zone. Yeah. Right. And Which I, reminds me of a roguelike. Sure. And, I, and, and, I, and I, on paper, it sounds weird, but like in practice, it makes sense. Like If you're playing... A game where you're changing out your gear constantly, anyways, you're not keeping it that long. So yeah, um, it's it's the original Cubweb already had some really interesting ideas, and I feel like this is this dude's Milgar Salt too, where like the interesting <laughs> ideas are maybe a little too interesting. <laughs> I don't know if they're good, but the, yeah. you know he had some ideas, um, and so yeah, that that that's kind of how the system works in the game. It's really interesting. Um, I guess in that sense, you'll, you'll never be, you know, you'll, you always have something to do, I guess, in the game. You can just go to the next region and start over again. It's endless. Yeah. yeah. Um, although with the leveling and with some of the items that can go to different regions and your ability to maybe start finding things faster in different regions, um, I feel like there is probably a sense of progression in that you would 
slowly become more powerful or more capable of, of doing new regions. But the idea of the longevity of that for me is almost non-existent. Um, it honestly is a more complex version of what already existed. Cause the yeah, other yeah, game one, yeah, yeah, didn't, sure. didn't have like a point. It was just endless progression. This is mm-hmm. the same thing right. with systems to slow down that progression of essentially. Yeah. It's weird. So, it's mm. this that is what they're doing for sure it also uh, to its credit has like castles and dungeons and stuff which is neat me and you tried to take on and those a, are fun me and you yeah. tried to go through a fucking castle and uh full of five stars it was <laughs> it was pretty rough we had to leave because we ran out of resources to heal um and when you fail except for one time uh it resets the castle but uh one time i died right well, out closes the door the monsters didn't respawn yeah they did I'm pretty we sure we fought that guy at the the front door twice, and then after that huh. the door stayed open because I died at the front door and the door stayed open. I don't remember that. Okay, I do. I was there. I was dead at the front door. Um, <laughs> I died there. I was like, hurry up, come here, because fucking the door's still open. And those guys had ran off the cliff. Four of them. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> they killed me, and then they're like, let's go off this cliff, and they ran off it. Um, <laughs> which good riddance. I'm, I don't miss them. But uh, so it's it's. The, the biggest thing I kept thinking while I was playing this game is I was like, this would be fun with four people. Yeah, 100%. This is a multiplayer game, dude. Playing it by yourself, it's it's already fucking rough. It was rough with two people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, and I don't know if the, the enemy stack. I don't know if the difficulty goes up or not if you play with more people, but the difficulty's already there. So See, like, I don't think it does because I think it's based off of what you have on you because I think yeah. the zones are set. So the, the levels or difficulties in the zone are also set, I believe. Yeah, um, maybe. Though the one thing uh, I felt like, especially when we're doing the castle part and just wandering the land trying to conquer slowly, I was like, this is literally just kind of like a a light version of like uh, a D&D campaign or like we're like the hobbits trying to take the ring to Mordor. Like that's pretty much what this game is. Like you're just on a journey to do the thing and that that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Also, it has way more pets than the original cube world. Oh, yeah. You can okay. ride way more animals, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, w- I went into this game. I'm still kind of talking about my impressions here. I just got kind of set off because with everything that you said, I'm like, that's all valid. I was there. And I'm still kind of there. Um, but as you start to learn the fucking bizarre systems, it starts to make more and more sense. And it starts becoming becoming playable. It starts becoming playable, which is a weird thing to say. Um, do I expect people to get over that hump? I don't. I think most people won't even attempt it. I think most people just fucking refund the shit, and it makes sense to me completely. But I was like, we we gotta figure this out. We gotta figure this out. If I was if I was alone, I did. I tried to play at the beginning of the month by All myself. Three of us did, and I was like, I don't I don't know what the fuck's going on. The only reason I turned it back on is because you said, hey, I need to play more of that. I'm like, all right, yeah. So yeah, I was like, let's <laughs> let's play it. I gotta get footage for the fucking for the show. And I'm glad we did because I've just been able to comprehensively explain the whole thing. I would have not been able to do that if we didn't play that. No, last we time. hit a wall. All yeah. three of us did. So yeah. The first time I played, I was like, I don't get it. They fucked up Cubwub. They fucked it up. Josh said that early in the month. He was like, he's like, hey, I heard they fucked it up. And I'm like, did they? He's like, he's like, yeah. And he's like, want to play? And I'm like, why would you start off with it's fucked up and <laughs> then go, do you want to play? <laughs> like, hey, I made this really awful hamburger. Would you like it? I made some really bad <laughs> food. It's fucking awful. Want some? <laughs> yes, yes, I would. Yeah, let's try it out. See how bad it is. Absolutely. Let's absolutely. see if I get food I poisoning. McDonald's. Yeah. Um, so yeah, outside of explaining it, which I think was is very, it was needed to explain it because you can kind of understand where we're coming from when it comes to impressions. My impressions was overall um, annoyance and confusion moving into enjoyment of a game, but still being left confused on the ambitions of the game and where it could go and the possible aspect of them damaging people's view on this game with these things, which I don't want to shame them into not wanting to do what they want because take, take a risk, be ambitious, sure. do some fucking crazy shit. I actually enjoyed mm-hmm. the game playing it after a while, but I want, I'm thinking about how many people fucking got alienated from this game who either played the last version of this game. Uh, you look in forums, people are like, I want the original 2013 version back. Um, what's gone. Uh, I guess you can pirate it though. Um, so I hear, um, uh, and then new players, could you recommend this to people? You'd have to be like really in the game and know really well and tell them preemptively what they're getting into to recommend this. Otherwise, 
if you were with a, a couple friends, like, you know, on Steam, and you're like, hey, let's play this Cube World game. Like, oh, okay. And then you guys all played it. You'd probably be like, what the fuck is this? And stop playing it. So. Well, it was actually super reminiscent of old school MMOs, like your Dark Age of Camelot, yeah. EverQuest, even Final Fantasy XI, where, like, even a person who plays a lot probably is still playing with a, a, a web page open with a wiki. Because we you, just, you just can't remember all the weird systems that are in these games. So, like, um, it's very old-fashioned in its thought process when they made it. Yeah, we so. played for hours, and for a big duration of that, I had my game shrunk down on my screen, and I had YouTube open on the right side. And I would just type in <laughs> shit we're and just be watching videos. And we'd be running around, he'd stop moving for a second. He's like, okay, this is how this system works. Yeah, I started just explaining it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> the guy says, blah, 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 this is how this works. So I was like oh okay i'm like all right let's go i'm gonna keep moving and then i'd stop again i'm like okay he said blah 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 works like this because blah 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 so i was like okay and then we just keep going like that was our journey so it was there's this game needs like a class there needs to be like a good like week-long class you can sit through and learn cube world before you start participating with cube world um i think i I know two fixes that would that would make this really tutorial I mean, yes, but even outside of that, something just really simple is starting your, gear. your starter gear needs to be a little bit better because yep. you have, I think it's a weapon and a chess piece and they're both garbage. Yeah. They need to be a little stronger. I don't know why you have them. Anyone who has something to say to you NPC wise needs to have a marker above their head. Yep. 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 And people would figure it out. Those that. two things, it would be set um, easily. Yeah. Um, I walked two feet out of the city into the bay and I couldn't even kill the goddamn seagulls there. No, dude, they, try and kill like a rabbit; they'll kick your ass. They don't kill <laughs> like, my rabbit. Every, I ride those around. Everything that's like non-threatening looking, it's just a, a fucking asshole. If you fight it, I was like, dude, I'm just trying to get some gear and some leveling, even though you can't level um, traditionally. Yeah, it's definitely a stat-based game, uh, and stats are on gear. So yeah, I but. I think this game, I, what you said is, is perfect, and we discussed that when we were playing it. It does need, I think certain objectives should have things above their heads, like main ones. And I think ones that are kind of like, oh, there's a, a crypt that you could go complete. Maybe talk to an NPC and find that out. I kind of like the idea of like finding things organically. But the things that you need, there should be main objectives that have like a thing above somebody's head mm-hmm. to give you guidance. It needs some kind of guidance. And then the starting gear is an insult because you have it and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it's fucking shit. And so they should start you with something that at least allows you to be, I want to say competitive, but that's not the word, but like um, viable. You need to be able to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yep. No one wants to play yep. a game where they can't like, they can't fight. I don't think you should be able to go out there and start wrecking everything. I kind of like the idea that like leaving town's dangerous, but not everything should be that dangerous. Specifically because it's not leveling you anyway. When whites are killing you, which are under your exactly, level, exactly one hundred. There's a problem. We were we were under threat by things that were supposed to be under our level. Mm. We'd see them and I'm like, avoid them. They're gonna kill us. <laughs> and I was like, why are we this weak? If 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 anything was this weak, it wouldn't survive. Yeah. This town shouldn't exist. These guys, how they fucking start it? Because everyone who wanders the wilds is a fucking magic user yeah yeah they're all kind of badass but they get murdered too dude there's there's multiple times where like me and you were running through the forest and you got fucking murdered and i was like oh my god i'm just like running from people and they're chasing after me, trying to kill me and i run into three casters and they look at me and they're like they like go running in i'm like oh they're gonna save me and i watch the people chasing after me after me start slaughtering them and i'm like oh my god i'm not safe i'm getting ready to run <laughs> but there's one mage chick left and she's sitting there casting i'm like I got to help her. And I like run in. I start fucking stabbing people and she's casting and shit. And fucking then there's Chevy coming over the hill running. And I'm like, we're going to fucking die. <laughs> this chick's going to die. Help. And uh, Chevy comes in and we're fucking fighting all these things. And like we survive, but like I almost have like no health left. And that mage chick's almost dead. I'm like, we got to protect her. She saved my life. Her two friends are dead. Like <laughs> it was, it was, it was more intense than a game that looks like this should, should be. I mean, like there's some pretty grim <clears throat> stuff. Uh, a perk, though, is there's no death penalty. Yeah. So Outside of having to, re- to make ride. that progress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but once you get the leash, it's not a big deal. So. I want to throw the ball to you in a sec when it comes to impressions because we've it's been fine. talking for 40 minutes in. about this. But, well, we talked about other things. But um, things I like about though, I, I think the combat's fun. Um, I like that you can switch your class at any time. I went from being like a rogue, which had invisibility that doesn't fucking work. 
Um, maybe I don't. Maybe I should watch a video. Um, Probably. <laughs> maybe I just don't get it. Uh, over to um, a ninja where you're able to do like front flips and back flips and throw ninja stars. And that's that was the uh, kind of the beginning of us being able to start killing things, like start hitting things from a distance Getting a and few whittling first, it down yeah. before it got close to Made us. Made me want to play an archer. That was our that was our beginning strategy. Because I was like, oh, okay, I got 60 seconds before I can use this. Hold on a second. All right, I got it. And I pop and I start fucking hitting them with ninja stars. I stand in front of my shield. They'd up come walking. running at us, and yeah. I'm like. Like, okay, it's almost here, and then we have to start fighting it. Um, but, uh, but I like that as multiple classes. That's cool. I think the combat is fun. I enjoy it. Um, I tons think the, of races. I think the game, tons of races, customization's decent. It's not amazing, but it's a voxel-based game, so I'm not going to go like, I want more. There's not much you can do with it, really, but it would be nice if there's more. Um, the, the frogs were, were lacking. Chris can probably um, <laughs> uh, agree with this. There's only like four eyes and four faces. Um <laughs> But uh, the game plays really well. It's a really smooth-looking game. It plays like the original Cobweb when it comes to the uh, you know controls and movement. So I mean, it's fine. Um, I like the exploration aspect. I think the uh, regions are varied in the amount of stuff that's going on there. I like the idea of you're looking for things and uncovering things, and it feels like a journey, which I dig. Um, the world is full of NPCs, which I like. So it doesn't feel like you're just out there alone getting your ass kicked. You can run into another group of people who will help you. Um, there's dungeons which I enjoy, um, random missions where there's like a house full of enemies you gotta kill uh, to save somebody. Like there's there's fun to be had here. Um, there's something else I was gonna say. Uh, you know the gear. Uh, the, the, there's a lot of good stuff here. It's just a lot of the stuff is so muddied by um, a game that's like irresponsibly confusing. I mean, it's 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 such a detriment on how confusing this game is when it starts and how badly it starts. Because once you get over the starting hump, if you can look past the region thing, I think it's a solid game. And I feel like if we would have continued playing and actually done some region hopping and maybe getting things that did transfer, finally, I did go to a region after we played. Okay, well, I have, that was a fucking that was rough. <laughs> I have a feeling it probably has some systems in place to make to slowly start making that also easier over time too yeah I, I wanted to get i wanted to get to level two before we did this episode i could talk so i could talk about how that works but yeah i don't know never found an artifact yeah probably in that damn castle we couldn't beat <laughs> probably that felt like it was kind of like the boss of that region yeah which uh actually was probably one of my favorite parts about our gameplay session yeah it was, fun. was being able to to have those dungeons that felt like you were in fact raiding like yeah. in that case a castle like it was yeah, we had to start working full together of people yeah, yeah. it was um, neat and i think that would have been a great like like you said four player experience a lot of the wandering and stuff like that would benefit from four but it, it's just i think survivability is just a lot better if you had four people yeah but not necessarily just because like the dps output but just like getting aggro to four different people well and, and you could have a more balanced party like we could have had a caster and a, and a ranger yeah. for example um, which i would still like to do if we can get two other people to play it, I'd like to play a four player to see how it's like. Yeah, I don't think we're getting Chris back. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he made that decision. Um, he got burned. I feel like we could probably convince Josh though. Josh has it, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was the early adopter like we were. So mm -hmm. I don't know how you played it before. Well, it, it was a separate launcher before, and then they, when it came out to Steam, everybody who had the original. Got an email, yeah, to put in a code to get the Steam version. Yeah, I don't know. So maybe he had the original version and and just never got that email or never checked the email or and he, had to buy it on Steam. He had an illegitimate copy. Oh, that's possible too. <laughs> that game didn't have any like safety. No, that was, was a very 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 indie. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but I, you've you've pretty much said. We played together, so we, we ended up having the same experience together. The you know I agree. My impressions speak for everybody. No, but they do speak greatly of what I went through as well. Yeah. So um, I do think it's fun, but um, do I think that fun is worth, like, the journey getting to that fun? Is, is it worth it? You'd have to be pretty patient, I think, and you, you would really. Me, you are, so yeah, I don't um, think most people would have done that. I don't, I don't think the game is designed with new players in mind at all. Which it's not sucks. even it's not even fucking there for old players. 
Yeah. It's like, no, remember it's, that last game? This ain't it. It's rough. Um, and and it, honestly, I do feel like a couple small changes would fix that pretty easily. Minor changes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Maybe they're against a philosophy that they have when they're making the game or something. I don't know. Maybe think, they just don't have the the drive to work on the game. I don't know. Like I think honestly, and if you're the dude who made Cubweb and for some reason you're watching this video, first off, I like your game. But secondly, that dude, I feel like has been stumbling through this development. Yeah. Ever since it was created. The original story was he had just started coding for the first time to try and make a game that he thought would be fun with his wife or whatever. Yeah. And they made Cube World, and that's why it's basic looking, but it had some cool systems and it's fun to play and had yeah, a hang glider. It's fun. Yeah. And then he fucking, as soon as it got big, he's like, woo. And he like saw a shadow and went into his fucking hole for like seven years. And like. Then he came back and he's like, I got new ideas. And he just like implemented them and then just disappeared again. And people are like, this shit's confusing as fuck. If you get past it, it's not so bad. But could you fucking streamline it a bit? And he's just gone. Yeah. We'll see him another seven years and he'll probably change the game again. Yeah, wouldn't it be weird if this was just like his way to practice coding? That's what it feels like. Yeah. That's what the fr- fucking the original one essentially was the story of it. And then in this, it's like, I have new ideas. I'm going to change my original game. It's like if somebody made a game and seven years later, they're like, I got different ideas for this. And they took their framework and made a different game. It's weird. Yeah, for That's sure. why it feels like an experiment. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh... but it literally feels like he, he the whole time he's been working on this game has felt like he's been kind of fumbling through it. Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. working, but it's not. It doesn't feel professional. But I think yeah. he kind of knows that. That's why he went into hiding. He saw that a lot of people were buying his game. And he's like, "Well, uh, I like money, but uh, I don't. I don't want to talk to anybody." I'm scared. Exactly. Right now, you uh, you'll you'll do a lot better having conversations with your community because at the very least, they can tell you what they like and they don't like. You talking? You talking to Valve about Half Life Three? Because they're the same as him. At least they made a game finally. <laughs> yeah, sure. Everyone likes it, so it's great. Um, yeah, I don't know. So overall, I mean, I I have pretty decent. Um, I had a pretty decent time, but um, yeah, it was very old school feeling. I like I haven't had had to sit down and play like that in a long time. Um, I yeah. kind of have to do it with Minecraft, but a lot of Minecraft is like pretty intuitive as well. So. Um, that's about the same era, though, so like I guess that makes sense. Yeah, this came out when Minecraft and games like it were blowing up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just it definitely harkens to me. Like I remember playing Dark Age Camelot, and their difficulty system was based off color coded names and like hitting Control C to like to like see little text you know blips about them and stuff like that. I could be mixing up games at this point. It's been years, but um, and his mind is old and feeble. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would love to see even instead of like doing major updates and stuff like that, like every seven years or whatever. Um, yeah, don't do that. Make a change every once in a while. Just like a thing here and there. Um, I think what he should do is commit to what he just made and make it more accessible and more streamlined. What I'm saying though is like, you know, don't wait till you have like, a whole revamp before like releasing more content for it. like start to work on it slowly release stuff as it's done instead of just waiting for whatever, you know, next crazy idea you decide to have. So, cause there are things you could do right now to make it accessible. Yeah. Cause like just wait seven years from now, he has been playing battle Royales and he just turns cube world into a battle Royale. That just that would also be really easy. Just <laughs> out of nowhere. It just makes that. And people are like, what happened to the old game? Oh, one other thing I like about it. Hmm. Sorry, just it's fine. I'm fucking multiplayer is seamless. Oh yeah, because the world isn't it's weird generated. It's set. Yeah. Um, when I joined Seth's game, there was no loading screen. All of a sudden, we just existed together. And then when he left, he was just gone. I joined his <laughs> game. He left first. Nothing changed. Yeah, it's like that world just exists. Yeah, and everyone's just tapping into it. <laughs> It's, it's, it's really bizarre. It's really weird. This, yeah, there's no, but, there's no disconnect thing. There's nothing. Super smooth. Yeah. So props on that one. Almost, almost confusingly smooth because when we both joined, I was like, okay, we're both in. 
instantly. And I looked at the map. I'm like, oh, he's just north. And then I zoom out on the map. Just, just north. <laughs> I keep zooming out on the map to the point where the regions are these little dots. And I'm he's still just north. And I'm like, how fucking north are you? So I start running for a good, like, 10 minutes. And I'm, like, barely through my own region. I'm like, we have to find a way to find each other. Because there's no way I'm running fucking <laughs> it's impossible, for literally yeah. days, real days, to get to you. I'm not doing that. I played day Z. That was enough. This is fucking miles more yeah, than the that. Ma- the, when, when I said earlier that he was underestimate or underselling how big the map was. It's gigantic. It, it, yeah, unfathomably huge. And so. then for anybody who might play this game, you can literally go up to... Um, An eagle an eagle in town and fly to any town in the game in any region you can start at any region at any time any time there's yeah there's no info chevy found that out he had to look it up and so we ended up just flying to the same town or no well, you, i respawned i made you, my character again. you can fly to your friends for free yes it costs money to go to towns yeah so you flew to the town i'm in so we could start at the same place because otherwise we would have been playing our own games and in the, in the same, same server yeah <laughs> Which would have been fucking stupid. Mm. So, hmm. yeah. Anything else? Impressions? You dug it, but pretty much the same thing I said. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly it's it. Got um, real issues. It has it has some really cool things there, but that wall is insane, man. I don't know. I I really I really wish he'd he'd do something about it because I'd love to be able to like tell people to play it. Yeah, yeah. Because after when we were playing, I'm like, this would be fun with people. It's a hard sell though. It'd be hard to fucking tell someone to play this shit because you got to figure it out. So, yeah, it's kind of it's 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 like I said, it's irresponsible in the way that it's set up because it only hurts his game. Yeah, hundred percent. So, anything else you want to say, Chris? Nope. <laughs> All right, let's jump into recommendations. <clears throat> um, this is gonna be a r- rough one. Mm-hmm. We just spent about. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, giving you the caveat of getting into it. <laughs> why our recommend recommendations, uh, you should, you know, kind of take your time to maybe get into this game because um, there's a lot to it. Uh, outside of that, though, if you can get over the uh, early hump, hopefully this tutorial we just gave you will allow you to play the game. It won't. Um, <laughs> we just gave so much good info. Someone, I still don't know how to play. Someone should type in fucking how to play Cube World. I'm going to name this fucking episode of Game of the Month, How to Play Cube World. And then just watch this. Um, I should make a video of fucking explaining it. Um, but uh, outside of that caveat of what we've been talking about for fucking ever now, um, I would recommend this with that info to really a lot of people. Uh anybody because it's a it's a straightforward action rpg game once you get past learning it um it's pretty straightforward uh if you like roguelikes you might dig it um if you like that idea of uh uh having to restart and kind of go back from the beginning all the way through something uh the regions are set up like that if you like um loosely if you like like the 3d zelda games um it has a very simplistic version of that um, without a lock-on system. Is there a lock-on system? I don't think there is. Um, swing wildly. <laughs> if you like action RPGs with uh, with different classes to play in a cooperative setting on a fucking gigantic uh, freeform open-world map, um, I would check it out. If you like games that have uh, you know exploration and loot, um, I would check it out. Um, if you like games, you gotta figure out how to play, like Barotrauma or something like that. Like one of those games you get and you're like, I don't understand how to play this game. I still don't know how to play Barotrauma. Um, if you're like, a, I like to figure things out, just fucking figure out Cube World. Um, figure out how to make this game better and send an email to the guy who made it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. If you like fantasy games, if you like voxel-based games, if you, I, I hesitate to say if you like Minecraft because you're not, it's not the same game. You're not doing the same things you're doing in Minecraft. Um, you're not building stuff. Um, I say if you like MMOs, but uh, you want like a light version of it. Yeah, it it very much has like that kind of feel to it. Um, it does feel like an MMO. It does feel like you're like going on a raid kind of thing sometimes. And yeah, the only thing it's missing is like dungeon content. And technically, there are like dungeons to the game, but there's not, dungeons in the original version. Yeah, you're just not like queuing up for stuff or whatever. Yeah. But um, this is literally like Legend of Zelda meets an MMO almost kind of smashed together with no tutorial and zero tutorial. <laughs> a really bad beginning hump. Yeah. Um, 
also, that needs to get fixed. Yeah, like playing games with your friends, the multiplayer seamless. Um, so yeah, no yeah. problems, no lag, no nothing. Yeah, it's a very very. Um, he like just nailed that. Well done, in the co-op department, uh, connectivity and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just log into a character and you'll get a little message that says you're invited to someone's game and click on it and all of a sudden no loading, you're just together. So, very interesting that way. Um, yeah, the only the only like little asterisk, you know, thing I'd add to recommendations is um, I do feel that. If you're going to play this game, you should play with – Try to if you're the person who wants to learn it, awesome. But otherwise, find someone who knows how to play the game and play yeah. with that person. Because it's a pyramid getting, scheme game. Huh? It's a pyramid scheme game. I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far. But, like, I know, like, if I were to sit down <laughs> with you or with anybody else at this point because I know how to start the game now, the experience would be different. So. Yeah, if you can – if you can um smooth out if you can ease the um i guess the cost of entry learning the game you can you can kind of go around the uh the the frustration that will hinder somebody from going forward and enjoying the game yeah if you can bypass that and skip that i think they 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 can just like the game because once you get past that the game is enjoyable but but when you can't get around simple like crafting is like the, the whole crafting list is there yeah. There's no mystery to what materials you need, and you, they're yeah, just all over the place. So, it's amazing how after you get past the hump, how straightforward the game is. Yeah, it's just like why is that? Why is that barrier in the beginning of the game? Why do you just have this big wall that you can't get around very easily right when the game starts? Yeah, it's and after that you're like, oh, I get it. It's, it's so bizarre. Yeah, agreed. So, Chris, recommendations outside of. Possibly people no, who want to test um, out the nothing. Steam refund system. Nope. Nope. Nothing. Got nothing. No recommendations. Not, nothing. Not even people who want to test out refunding things on Steam? <laughs> it's, it's a smooth and easy process. It you is. just email them and yeah. they refund you. I've refunded so many games on Steam. One. <laughs> the other day I bought three games and then I refunded one of them. And uh, I'm always worried Steam's going to go like, stop refunding games. I'm like, dude, I buy games from you all the fucking time. You're always going to get my money. And I always tell you to refund the money into my Steam account. That's what I did. Because I put it right back into Steam. I just don't want that game. And they give me that option, which I love. So I'm not trying to do an endorsement for Steam or refunding Cube World, but uh, it's a good system. I wish more things had it. Um, All right. So I'm dying to know Chris's grade, but we're going to start with Chevy. Okay. Um, You know, we've been, we spent, what, like almost an hour? Yeah. uh, Talking about this game. So, I mean, you, apologizing for the sins of cube world uh if you if you can get i how do i wear this there's a fun game there with a very daunting beginning and because that is such it is a very big detriment like i can't there's no sugarcoating it it is not in its favor and i be, can't think of very many games that are this bad yeah and because that of sense. that i kind of have to give it a c um I could very easily find myself giving this B grade or higher if the game like instructed you how to play it or made the process easier because um, there's a fun game there. But it's almost impossible to get to. So I have to, yeah, see. Yeah. Chris? Uh, I'm going to give this game a D. It functions. It's a game. It is technically playable. But the fact that you have to look up 800 tutorials on how to just even play the game outside of the game just to get going is a big hindrance. And I, I, I've played Dark Souls. I enjoy Dark Souls. I enjoy those types of games. The difficulty is not a problem for me. But there's just no guidance whatsoever about how to do anything in this game. And it just was so unintuitive and unenjoyable to a point where I just... Like I said, it's the first game I've refunded. So mm. it's playable, but it's not fun. So D. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. Um that that wall is a dead end if you don't figure out how to get over it because when i first started playing it again at the beginning of the month i literally was like confused i was like what do you i don't get it this like is this it this is the game like i don't get it uh but then once we got around that it, it, it my my opinion changed pretty quickly i was almost trying to tell myself like what well, hold on that beginning was really fucked up don't don't get excited it's not that great and i'm like well, I'm, not, I'm having fun so i kept telling you when we're playing i'm like i kind of like this like you know mm. um 
So with that, uh, D, you said C. Um, my my beginning impressions of this when I first started it, I think I probably would have gave it a D minus. So I'm pretty much where Chris was at. But that's the old me. And so I've changed. I've evolved uh, throughout the month. And so I'm going to give this game a B. Um, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Once you go through the torture of learning it, um, there's an enjoyable game there. And that is a big problem that they need to fix with this game. But you can do it. We did it. And uh, it sucked. But um, but once you learn the game, like you learn any game, this game just doesn't have a tutorial. Um, it's an enjoyable game um, that I think would be really fun with friends. And I think it, ha- it has some very simple, straightforward systems that it just has no interest in letting you know about. What you know, other game do you get to ride an an- uh, a rabbit that's the size of you? And you're just on its back. I'm riding a terrier. Yeah, a fucking little Boston dog. terrier. Yeah, <laughs> I just I had a peacock because I was an ostrich in the original game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have eucalyptus, so there's a fucking koala somewhere oh, I'm gonna yeah. try to ride. I just don't. <laughs> I haven't seen him yet. Christ. Um, but yeah, I like the exploration. I like the combat. I like the world explore. I already said that, but I like I like the world. I like running around. It's it's has varied heights. So the hang glider really comes in handy. I think the hang glider is really fun to fly around on. It's got a system that you got to kind of think about when it comes to you know using your stamina to stay afloat. Um, when you unlock like the whistle to fly up on the floating islands you see all over the place, it's cool to finally go up there and they always have dope ass loot. So finding those things like. You haven't gone up there yet, but after we played, I went and checked it out, and I got like a legendary piece of uh, I, I, legendary boots, I think. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" So, um, which were like five star. Like I was like, "Oh shit, okay, I'm about to conquer this region." Um, <laughs> and this is this is a game that I could totally see myself playing again, but I think only with people. I played it by myself after we played it, and I was just kind of check out a couple more things to be able to talk about it. And I I was not having that much fun, so. Um, tutorial sucks. The game's not that great by yourself. Um, outside of that, though, I think it's a really enjoyable game. And if I can look past the suffering I did to get to the point where I'm at now, at this point, my impressions for this game is a B. It's not amazing, but I don't think it's a C in my opinion just because the enjoyment I'm getting out of it, how well it runs, how good the multiplayer works, the gear, all that stuff. It's an intriguing game with this, with systems that don't exist in other games, so I'm getting a, a fresh take on the genre. Um, there's a lot to admire there, but the dude who made this game needs to figure his fucking shit out because, like, <laughs> he has made two major mistakes. And who am I to fucking tell him that? He developed the game. It's his game. He can do whatever the hell he wants with it. Yeah. But he's done two things to this game that have made people go, what the fuck? Majorly, what the fuck? Um... And it's, it's it's weird. It's weird. Maybe maybe he doesn't like. Maybe he was curious about the game, put it out there, and it got so huge, and he's like, oh, I didn't I didn't know people were gonna like it. And then now he's like, eh, maybe I'll do some more stuff. And people are like, what the fuck did you do? Oh, I thought that was a good idea. Well, it kind of is, but why'd you make it fucking weird like this? Like, where's the tutorial? Where's the where's the the streamlined aspects of this game? Like, get hire somebody to fucking help work on this game who's worked on games before that can streamline. Hire me. I'll fucking I'll streamline it for you. I'll tell you what to do. You can code. <laughs> um. Anyway, anyway, I could sit here and, and kind of rant on how confusing this shit is um, for a while, but I, I can't see myself giving below a B because I do think it's a solid game once you get past the bullshit. So, um, yeah, very varied grades there. Yeah, but I, I understand all the grades though. None of the grades I'm not like. Well, you know, that's your opinion. This is my opinion. I'm just like, no, no, that's my opinion too. <laughs> no, that's my opinion too. I'm just settling on the B because that's where I'm at right now. But I've yeah. been where you guys are at. I get where you're ta- what you're talking about. Like I said, I would have graded the shit a D minus when I was fucking playing it early on because I was like, dude, they fucking ruined this game. Um, yeah. All right. Anything else? No. All right. Let us know in the comments what you guys think of Cube World if you've played it. If you, did you play it in the past? Did you play the 2013 version? Uh, have you played the 2020 version on Steam? Um, which one do you prefer? Which one do you prefer? Chris probably prefers the original. Yep. All right. It's a toss-up. I think. I think both games needed work. So. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Yeah. They both kind of needed work, and he's like, well, I'm not settling on that. I'm going to do this now. And yeah. it's like, okay, what are you going to work on that? Well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I, th- I think uh, 
figuring out the the early game was was a lot easier. So, I think the original, yeah. uh, as a simple premise, was a better, more straightforward experience. But I think this potentially is a better, more uh, interesting version mm-hmm. um, because it has more strict rule sets that make it feel a little more, I guess, challenging. Because, like I said, I got to level 180 in the last cube world, and that was just me running around killing shit. Yeah. And this, you know, there's actually, you know, a structure that doesn't tell you about. Because um, keeping that shit secret. Uh, yeah, so what did you think of this? What cube world was your favorite cube world? What What's best cube world? And um, uh, do you plan on playing this? Do you not plan on playing this? And, uh, yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to cube world. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Game of the Month. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and uh, TikTok at Taste Loot Gaming. I was like, what is that other thing? You should just switch to uh, our socials. Just check our, check us out on social. Yeah, you can check us out on, on, on our social. Um, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Uh, oh, my flow's all fucked up. Uh, we have Discord linked down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, we have Patreon linked down below as well. As a, If you want to support the channel for the liking, commenting, and sharing this video, and subscribing if you're new. And... Hashtag STLG on your comment. If you'd like to be read on the show, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Chris. And uh, just again, real quick, thank you for everybody who participated in our Game of the Month community pick uh, for 2020. We'll be playing Smite. We're all very excited to play Smite. Probably more so than... Are you more excited to play Smite than you would be to play Cube World? <laughs> Fuck yeah, because I know how to play Smite. <laughs> all right, Chris is excited. Um, but until the next episode... Uh, Have a good one, guys, and take it easy.